Welcome to Women in the Arena podcast, the podcast celebrating women doing extraordinary things in plain sight. I'm your host, Audra Egan, and our mission is to elevate the value, strength, and resilience each woman brings to the world. Without further delay, let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for joining me for season four of Women in the Arena podcast. This season, we are going to challenge ourselves. We are going to grow. We're going to stretch. We're going to push ourselves outside our comfort zone, and we're going to do some things that we have been dreaming to do. As I have said before, I may be the one behind the mic, but I don't do this by myself. I do this with all of you. Thank you all for joining me today, and let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome in, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me again this week. This week, you are in for a treat. I am joined by a remarkable woman. I'm joined by Amanda Winstrom Higgins, and she is a native of Paso Robles, California. And she took her business wits and created a business, created a business for her family as well as the families in this town, and built it up to a go to spot. For growing wine. Amongst that, she's also a philanthropist, and she has started an organization called Dream Big Darling, which invests in young women to reach for the stars, go for their dreams, put action plans behind them, and get them. It is my pleasure and my honor to introduce to you Amanda. Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today, and welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. It's absolutely my pre- pleasure. Thank you for having me, Audrey. I am so excited to have you here because you have done so much. When you and I first started to get to know each other, I didn't know where to start because you're just such a phenomenal person and you contribute your whole self to everything you do. So let's start with your inspiration for building a business in your little agricultural town of Paso Robles. Oh, well, so the Pastorables region is in the, the the heart of California. We're about halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco, about 14 miles to the coast. And growing up, um, this was just a small town that was really a Passover spot for people traveling from the big cities. And I'm fourth generation from this from this region. And I'm so blessed that the wine industry really made its way into the heart of, of our community. And so um, I represent, I'm executive vice president for our family's company, Ancient Peaks Winery, uh, which is an estate owned and operated winery that is all comes from, from fruit that is on our Santa Margarita ranch, along with three other families. And I've really just been absolutely and incredibly blessed to showcase this region of pastorables and our small community to people around the world through, through wine, which is one of the most beautiful agricultural products. And, um, the, 
appellation of the region was created just a year after I was born in 1983. And today is really a dynamic region. And I'm just, I'm so thankful for the entire community, but really the the three families that own not only our winery, but our vineyard and our ranch uh, for allowing me and providing such an opportunity to go and tell our story nationally and, and really to help others. They've been huge proponents and champions of giving back. So I'm, I'm really just blessed and thankful. So it's a, a real collaboration between these three families that have come together and combined their resources to make this beautiful product. How, and in your small winery, how do you compete with the others of the world, the, if I can say this, the Robert Mondavis of the world and, and those that are also in the same region? How do you, how do you, uh, need, you know, elbow them out and make a, a name for yourself? Well, I think the secret of being successful in the, in the wine industry is really having a lot of passion for what you do. And we're, I'm grateful that there's this, there's this movement where people really care where their food comes from. And so being a smaller, medium-sized producer, um, that all of our fruit comes from our estate and from the pastorables region, there's, there's a lot of people who, um, who are excited about that, who want to support family, who want to support real farmers. And I think that the magic of the wine industry is that there's room for all of us. I'm grateful to those large producers who, perhaps are at a price point that everyone can afford. And they put wine on the dinner tables of families who might have otherwise may have not chosen wine as a beverage of choice. And so it's really this, this big and collaborative community that works together to create space for a number of different types of producers. How does, how does that happen that you have gotten an entire community to work together for a common goal. That sounds like something that we all aspire to do, but you actually accomplish it and do it extremely well. How did you bring up that idea that's, that says, hey, if we all work together, I've got an idea. I've, I've got a dream and I really want to go make it happen. I mean, how did that conversation happen? Well, it's truthfully not just me. We've got, you know, one of the great things about the Pastorables region is that um, these, the people who live and work here and are in this community are extremely innovative. Our roots are in agriculture, which is different than a lot of other is industries and businesses. In agriculture, it's really important to help your neighbor and a lot of times in the wine industry, your neighbor can be your best advocate, whether that's a recommendation from a customer who comes to visit in the tasting room, whether that's, you know, a distributor partner. So in our industry, being collaborative is really important. And the rising tide floats all ships. When one of us succeeds, we all succeed. So within the Pastorables region, I've been really thankful to have had tremendous role models, um, not only my family, but our partners and and really several others within the community that realize that when we work together, we're able to get so much further and accomplish so much more. And so that collaborative spirit is alive and well in this Passerables region. And I think that it's something that's sort of unique, but because we're up and coming, it's it's really important that we work together. So I'm just proud to be the next generation caring for that spirit of um, 
continuing success for everyone, as well as as larger than just our little our l- little community of the Pastoral Bulls area. And that's where Dream Big Darling is so important and really trying to make this world a better place and create more space for people who are doing wonderful things. Well, I definitely want to talk about Dream Big Darling, but when you and I first got to know each other, you said something really profound that I thought it, it was something that we was worth discussing, which is, I mean, there in your in your your region, you're not you're not a big producer. You're not as you know cachet as as maybe you go to uh, the larger in uh, Sonoma or any any of those that bring people from around the world to go visit them. But what you said to me. What is the secret to your success besides the collaboration is that you went and looked for opportunities and maybe looked at things that other people wouldn't see as opportunities and you turned them into them. Tell us a little bit about that, because I think that that's such an amazing foil for life and for, you know, what what are you willing to do to bring your dream to to life? Well, I think there's a couple of really great examples. For one, in 2000 and 2005, we took control of the vineyard that we is our state vineyard that was planted on our ranch. And at that time, it was um, it was something that not a lot of people were willing to do. But we had a lot of faith in the region. We had a lot of faith in our ability to create success. And it was, it was a lot, it was a lot of work. We have just under a thousand acres planted. And at that time, the pastorables region was some relatively unknown, even more so than it is today. And so through hard work and perseverance and simply not giving up, we were able to create the success that we have today. And, um, you know, Necessity is the mother of innovation. And I truly believe that. And, you know, we're grateful to to be able to create a pathway for our success and create the future, um, so to speak. Because in other wine industries and in other regions like Napa and Sonoma and some other places that are very well established, they they don't they have the luxury of of um, of tradition. In our region of pastoral bulls, we are still trying to figure out what's absolutely uh, works perfectly for us. And Cabernet Sauvignon is a huge, huge and important part of that success. It grows extremely well in this region, but it's taken several years to perfect the vineyard sites, our, our growing methods. And so, you know, finding opportunity and and creating partnerships with national distributors, with accounts, with other producers, with others that love wine has been part of our success. So it's not just, it's not just one thing that leads to success. It's, it's a number of small things that you do every day, you know, within the wine industry, one of the things I noticed in the last several years was that, and it's something that's become extremely um, visible or vocal vocalized today and in a number of different industries and, and businesses is that we aren't as diverse as we probably should be. And I felt like that was a disservice to our industry. And so one of my, one of my goals was to help the best and brightest succeed. And so, um, and for me, that was helping lift 
uh, young women within our industry to a spot where they could be would have more opportunity for advancement, um, but really so that they had more opportunity to help our industry in a way that matters, that would help better resonate with with consumers and with the trade and and really with the world. So that's been a huge part of something that I champion and truly believe is important. Um, and that's why we founded Dream Big Darling along with several of my close friends and colleagues um, to help to help really push our industry forward and, and push uh, women in the, in the workforce forward. So tell us a little bit more about Dream Big Darling. Uh, what was the, the evolution of it and, and what is the purpose of it today? So, um, so this is a, certainly a passion project. I've been lucky enough to be around a lot of um, successful people, including the, the ancient peaks, ownership, my family and the the Filipponi and Rossi families who have been great examples of how to dream really big, you know, almost dream bigger than you think you can ever accomplish. Um, that's the only way that, that you'll really be able to do incredible things is is to, to have this vision in your head. And then my grandmother, who was my biggest mentor, um, she always called me darling. And um, she was she always was kind. She had kindness in her heart. She extended a, a warm smile and kindness to everyone that she met. And I remember being at her funeral and there being like 600 people there. And she was in her eighties. And I just remembered thinking, wow, she touched all of these people because she was kind and, and generous and loving. And she wasn't a famous person. She wasn't a wealthy person, but she was rich in the number of ways. And so to me, that's, that's really what success is all about is how many lives that you can touch and, and make better. And so dream big darling is, is our way of helping pay it forward to the next generation and, and remembering that, that kindness is really important and you don't have to step on one another, one another to get ahead. It's, it's, it's all about doing your personal best and, and trying to live those dreams and goals and aspirations that you have and, and being kind um, and paying it forward when you have the opportunity to. Well, I have said many times on this show that, you know, that old idea of being each other's competition is, is, uh, first of all, it's false and it's never been true. That was something that somehow we all inherited. But I've been trying to advocate for the idea that rather than seeing each other as competition, see each other as our greatest assets. And I think that you've put that that same thought and that same philosophy into practice with your organization. You're you are literally working with these young women and seeing that, look, I want to be your asset because then someday you can turn around and be an asset to somebody else. This life and this uh, this uh, hand that we've been given is not always easy, but it is much easier when we do it all together. So tell us a little bit about what the results have been of your organization. It's been pretty incredible to think that you can start with just a seed of an idea and watch it, you know, get pl- plant and grow and see the effects. Um, and we're three years into our program. And so I think we've yet to see our, our best results. But, you know, in talking to 
the attendees who have been through our program, we call them part of our tribe. It's, it's been really touching um, to hear the stories of how that this program, you know, and this retreat that we host annually has come to their, come into their life at a point where they really needed it. And it just gave them this charge and this rejuvenation on where they see themselves heading. And, and all of a sudden the future is so much clearer. Um, We have had several of our guests and, and tribe members, you know, be on major major publication, um, major, major publication covers in this past year for, for a number of initiatives we've had, you know, tribe members working with universities to create programs for, um, you know, quarter of a million dollar annual programs for for people to get into agriculture that are BIPOC students, which has been really amazing. Um, it's just so many things that have happened that as a result of, and these women were, they were, they were, they were going to be successful no matter what, but just being part of this community has been really inspiring. And then lately um, we partnered with a uh, Jägermeister who um, we created a a program with the Millinger group. Um, It's a six month uh, one-on-one and small group coaching program for professional development. And, you know, we were awarded over a quarter of a million dollars to have this program run annually to help these these young ladies. And it's just been incredible, an incredible blessing. And I think to, truthfully, it all started because of agriculture, because of that sense with our family and the families that I work with on a day-to-day basis saying, you know, don't complain about it, be part of the solution. And I think that that's, you know, that's the, the, the fabric of the American spirit. And I'm just so blessed to be carrying along and in such a small way, but hopefully by touching the lives of, of, of a few people who are going to make a difference in the future. Well, I love that you have followed a different formula. You, you could have followed the formula of so many other businesses that, you know, they're only managing their business from the, the profit and loss sheet. And you didn't do that. You've done something very different. You did, you do what's right for your community. You are innovative you're willing to take risks, and then you're willing to give back with whatever you have. I think that that might be one of the reasons why you were named a, a wine enthusiast uh, 40 under 40, and that happened just in 2019. How was that experience that you were recognized amongst many amazing women to be on the cover? I I encourage everybody to go and and look at that from 2019. She's on the cover and she's 40 under 40 and it's really amazing. So what was that experience like? First of all, what was that phone call like when you got that phone call that said, Hey, guess what? (laughs) Well, it was kind of, I, um, it was kind of a, it was a big surprise that wine enthusiast magazine is a terrific publication and is something that I love reading. In fact, I've got that same issue um, for this year's 40 under 40 sitting on my desk and I can't wait to dive in and learn all about the next, uh, the next generation. But it it was, it was, um, it was such a shock, but I was so, I was so thankful. My husband, uh, before I went to the photo shoot in San Francisco, I was like, oh, geez, what do you know? 
they tell you, bring something that's special to you that makes you stand out. Um, for the image, for the images, because the photo shoot is a really fun and exciting part of the campaign. I remember my husband saying, "Just, just wear what you always wear. <laughs> Don't just go get something out of your closet." And um, and it's so funny that you know sometimes just being yourself is what makes you different. And I think there's so much power in in that from a marketing perspective, from a from a sales perspective, but also just from a human perspective. And so, so being selected to be on the cover was such a, it was such like a shot in the arm for, for our whole region, because it was like, wow, you know, you can, you don't have to be fancy and, and perfect um, to stand out, you know, you can just be who you are. And, and so that, that in itself was really exciting and um, it was fun to really represent the whole community because the, the history of our region is really agriculture. And so I was just proud to, to represent our family and our community in such a way that, that really helps everyone. I think it's because you did things differently and, you know, you were just yourself. You were literally on this cover in jeans, a leather jacket, and you're holding a rope. Uh, as if you're roping cattle, which is such a great cover. Uh, but I think, like I said, you did things different. You were true to yourself and you made sure that you were representing the people that brought you and giving, and you give back to that. I, I think that that is phenomenal. And I think that's a lesson that more individuals should follow as well as companies. Uh, have you been approached by other organizations that has recognized that you've built something different and they want you to teach them how? Well, I, I mean, there's nothing super formal, but certainly um, with Dream Big Darling, there's been a number of people who are very excited and recognize that there's value in and helping the next generation grow, whether that's within their organization or within their community. And so, yes, I've certainly been approached by um, a number of both individuals and, and businesses um, to help spearhead different, different initiatives and, and just really inter interviews and different things. So I think it's, what's exciting about that is when others see something and they see success, it's, it's inspiring. And hopefully, you know, they think about how can I incorporate these types of initiatives into our own program? How can I help make this work, work for us? Cause it's, you know, it is about making the community better, but when the community is better and your employees are happier and you're able to highlight the individual talents of people within your organization, that helps the bottom line that helps the product. You know, if, if you've got everybody doing their best work, you can bet that the outcome is more productive. So who, you know, who doesn't want that? What would you like to see in the next generation? Gosh, that's a, that's a wonderful question. Uh, you know, I think that you get people who are not afraid to go after what they want, who are financially uh, conscious so they don't put themselves selves in a situation where they have to do something perhaps that they that isn't ideal for for their passion 
um, and not be afraid to try new things, but really to develop a community around them that's going to help them succeed. And I think that that's, that's what I've seen from others is they develop this community um, around them and, and they lean on it throughout their career. And it makes for an extremely rich life. It, and it, it makes for, you know, a dynamic professional career as well. And along those lines, and I know that the the past year has been really challenging and you haven't been able to do your your weekend retreats for Dream Big Darling and, and hopefully we'll be returning back to some sort of level of normal where that's possible. But what would you like to see for your future of Dream Big Darling? Oh, gosh, I think just more of the same. I think more of the same, although right now we're unable to um, host retreats in person, but we have been extremely successful and creating virtual events. And I think that however we're able to touch people in a meaningful way that we continue to do that, whether it's in person or virtually, I think there's nothing more powerful than being together, but for the time being, you know, we continue to develop, develop ways and partnerships that allow us to meet our goals. And so I'm really excited about this program flourish that we have in partnership with the Millinger group that is funded uh, by Jägermeister, uh, Moss Jägermeister US, which has been really amazing and in, in giving people tools and encouragement so they can then really reach the next step not only in their career professionally, but at hopefully create great balance with from from a personal perspective as well. With all of these initiatives that you have created and with the business that you've created and your foundation, what has been the biggest surprise for you? Gosh, the biggest, well, for one, Passerables continues to be the drink of, you know, it, it, you know this the biggest surprise. Wow. It's, um, I got to say, it's this, there's a couple of them. One is that so many people from around the country are finding our little our little region and just absolutely falling in love with it and creating this opportunity locally for people like myself and others to live and work here and and create a dynamic career and business. So that like that transformation has been really incredible and being with our families and and building um, ancient peaks winery and our Margarita vineyard from something that was, was, was nothing was zero to what it is today has been incredibly inspiring. But then from a philanthropic perspective, something that's so inspiring is, is the amount of people that want to give back. And, you know, if you make it easy on them where, they simply give their time or they're part of a panel discussion or perhaps if if it's easier for them to donate money or an item or whatever, you make it easy. And it's, it's just incredible the amount of generosity that there is in this world. And there's so many people that, that want to make it a better place that um, I, this, the work from a philanthropic perspective is really restored my faith in humanity. <laughs> um, it's been pretty amazing. You know, your story is inspiring in and of itself of being able to create an entire business from, like you said, nothing. It was just empty fields 
So you had a dream and you, you, you made it happen. You literally thought, I can do this. And you, you dreamt as big as you could possibly think of. And there were so many things that happened because of that. You've built a business from nothing. You've, you've been able to help invigorate your town and influence the next generation. What if there are some people listening that are like, wow, that's really amazing, but I'm not in wine, but I'd really like to learn from her. Is there a way that they can participate with you in perhaps one of your organizations or even donate their time or money? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I would be happy to connect with them. And I'd say, you know, follow us on social media is a great way to stay in touch with all of the things that we're doing. And I'm sure Audra will be posting handles within this. And I, you know, anybody who is excited about giving back and making a difference in their community, um, love to be part of that. And I would also say it's not it's just, it's not me. You're so sweet, Audra, to say that I've done all of this. And I really, um, cannot take credit because there's, there's so many people, you know, even within our business, within our, within our community and within our nonprofit who, um, have been instrumental in, in really either creating this, this vision or creating a culture to allow others to succeed and, and, and help bring their dreams into fruition. So it's really, it's all about creating that community and that environment with the people that you surround yourself with to, to allow for, for innovation and creativity, because without that, it's, it's very difficult. And so I'm so grateful for my father, for our partners to, who have really fostered and guided me to, to help bring these ideas to life and, and continue to champion not only the work that we do as a business, but the community that we're in and, and the power of paying it forward. So what is your next big dream? Because I, I love that you are a big dreamer and you're not afraid to go for it. You're just, you're just, you have no fear. You are not afraid to make your dream as big and as crazy as people will say, that's nuts, you can't do it, but you're willing to do it anyway. And, and just work until you get it. So what's the next one? Well, the next one, Audra, does, may not seem as big and as crazy. <laughs> um, you know, my, my husband and I have two children and these last couple of years has been, um, you know, has, has been interesting from a parenting perspective with schools. And, and so I think that the, the next dream is, is really figuring out the best way to hold everything together, to accomplish what you want to accomplish um, and not sacrificing anything else that's important to you. And I think that sustaining um, sustaining yourself long-term and making sure that you and your, your family and your priorities are in balance is um, – is what's really, you know, my next, the next goal for the next 12 to 24 months. And we'll see how it ends up after that. But, you know, it's certainly, it's, it's certainly exciting to see all of the great work that we've done and great work gets you opportunities. So I have no idea what's going to happen next. (laughs) So, you know, I'm just, um, stay focused and, and, and sharpen the pencil and, 
you know, sharpen the blade, as they say, to continue to do great work at, at every angle. And, you know, I'm sure the future will be bright. You have been so inspiring with your actions and just telling us about your experiences and how you've invested in your community and in your in your organization and in your town. Uh, I'd love to give you an opportunity to leave a a final thought of inspiration to the audience, because I'm sure that there are many that are listening going, she's, she's amazing. I want more of that. And I want you to give you that space so you can give them something to hold on to for the rest of the day. (laughs) Um, Goodness. That's a wonderful, that's a wonderful question. I think the biggest thing to remember in life or business um, or parenting or um, giving back is, you know, it. if you have a dream, follow it and to hell with what everyone else says, because it's your dream, it's your life. And, and you get to be the one, you know, who, who, who lives it every day. And as long as you're moving toward, a goal that makes you happy, you know, that's all that matters. So, um, don't give a lot of thought to, to, to what others say and just keep doing what makes you feel good and, and stay on track. Thank you for the reminder and the encouragement, because I think that there's a lot of us because of this past 18 months has started to reevaluate our lives and are maybe starting to dust off some of those old dreams and thinking that maybe they're worth chasing. So thank you for the extra oomph to, for us to be brave enough to go and chase them. So thank you for that reminder. Oh, absolutely. And if you uh, are in the store and want to try out a new, a new wine for dinner, please grab a bottle of ancient peaks and um, cheers to all of you. It, it is a beautiful wine and I want to give you an opportunity to, uh, let us all know where we can find your wine. Well, uh, nationally, uh, a great place to find it is on just through our website. That's ancientpeaks.com. Um, we are in a number of different retail and restaurants. And if you've got a favorite wine shop, just go in and ask for it and they can probably get it for you. That is That is fantastic. It is a beautiful wine. I was very I was very lucky to be gifted a couple of bottles of wine, and it is fantastic. You cannot go wrong with any of her wines. So make sure you go and check out her website and also get to know the family a little bit. I think that you'll enjoy that. Uh, Amanda, I want to thank you again for sharing your time with us, sharing with us your experiences of your life and your town and your dreams for what's next. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Audra. I want to thank all of you for being here. And we'll see you again next time. That's our show. Thank you all so much for spending your time with me and continuing to support this show, this community, and our endeavor to change the world one interview at a time. If you have any ideas for a new show or for a guest that you'd like me to interview, please reach out to me at audra at womeninthearena.net. Thank you again for all of your support, and we'll see you again next time.
That's our show. I am so grateful for each and every one of you and your unwavering support and your continued belief in this movement that has become much bigger than me, much bigger than just a podcast. It has become this forward momentum that we are all doing together. If you are ready or you know somebody that is, that is ready to tell your story and share your value with the world, please connect with me. You can reach me at audra at womeninthearena.net. I am so honored and thankful that you will share your story with me and I'll make sure that it is well taken care of. I will never stop thanking each and every one of you and I cannot wait to talk to you again next week as we share another woman's story and we celebrate her doing extraordinary things in plain sight. We'll see you next time. 